it's hard. It's like, it's complicated being Jewish in America. <laughs> so to give, give people a chance to, to say like, we're, we're complicated. We make mistakes. The world is a mess and we can find joy in community together. Beautiful. I'm sitting here with singer, songwriter, and klezmer musician, Ada Hitko, originally from the Capital Region. It's interesting how you say being Jewish is complicated, and sometimes I describe it as almost a shroud of mystery surrounding what it means to be Jewish. It's not a nationality like being French or British or Puerto Rican. You know, many people think of Jews as synonymous with Israel, but many, many more Jews live outside of Israel. It's not a race. It is a religion, but there are many people I know who identify as being Jewish, but are not at all religious, do not you know, follow any of the traditions. Yeah, I, I see Judaism as primarily a culture. That's how I mostly interact with it. And I think there are, there are shared stories and symbols and traditions, but it's also totally diverse. People are people are coming at it with all sorts of different different beliefs and um and different interests and desires and I think there's not so much you can say about the Jews as a <laughs> like the idea of the Jews is is kind of ridiculous because like any other group there's all sorts of different things going on. I think Jews are primarily bound together by social connections. My partner calls it Jews knowing Jews, like <laughs> some people call it Jewish geography. Like people are, even if they aren't um, born into Judaism, like they know somebody at the temple who knows somebody who knows somebody. Um, so I think that's a big, a big part of being Jewish is, is finding community. So there's great diversity within the Yiddish culture and exactly. is, is what you're saying. And, and certainly generationally, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm thinking of my grandparents who came from Europe and had very different experiences than those of us who were born in America. And then my experiences were very different than folks from your generation, Ada. Would you say there's a difference generationally between those who are drawn to and recognize and value, you know, Jewish or Yiddish culture and are very comfortable with the Jewish diaspora versus those who feel it's so important for Jews to have a homeland, a Jewish state. Yeah, I think that I think that's true. And I also want to say that there's again, there's variety in every in every group. So a lot of my friends and collaborators during this this time of, of war, there have been a lot of klezmer musicians who've explicitly done organized music. Um, like I have a few friends in New York who've been who've been playing klezmer at protests asking for a ceasefire, an extension of ceasefire. Um, raising money for Palestinian aid with klezmer music events. And um, I recently performed or led singing for a, a ceasefire protest here in Boston. I think there, there are a lot of young people, um, including young people in the, in the klezmer and Yiddish scenes who, 
who see Palestinian rights as really something very connected to to the to the history of Yiddish Yiddish activism. And there's a there's a whole world of of Yiddish activist songs. And over the last few weeks, I've I've helped two friends write songs in Yiddish about about the Palestinian struggle for freedom. That's a cultural thing. And at the same time, I wouldn't say all klezmer musicians are pro-Palestinian or all klezmer musicians are anti-Zionist or anything like that, because it's not it's not like that, <laughs> because it's a diverse group of people. Would you say that your passion and interest in Yiddish evolved and maybe the inception was interfaith focus? Well, my my um, experience with interfaith work really started with my mom's organization, Children at the Well, which is an, an interfaith youth storytelling program. And um, through that, I, I trained in the art of storytelling and, and learned um, to, to perform a, a set of Jewish stories. And certainly that helped develop my connection to Jewish culture and also my performance skills. And so that's something that I carried. And, and I actually led wor- storytelling workshops as part of my work at Vassar. And my, my time at Vassar very directly um, led to my obsession with Yiddish because I I was I was like curious about Yiddish I'd studied linguistic anthropology in college some and and I was like curious about this language in my family history and I was talking with Rena Blumenthal who is the rabbi at um, Vassar at the time and I said I'm I'm curious about Yiddish I'm interested and she said well there's this this kooky thing that I went to 10 years ago that I think you might like and that's how I ended up going to my first klezmer festival that's how I went to klez camp um, so it was a direct, direct line. And then after that, I was, I was very motivated to continue studying Yiddish and, and learning Yiddish song and working on songwriting. You want to catch us up what you're doing right now uh, in your work? Um, sure. So my gig life currently includes, ready for the full list? <laughs> okay. Okay, so I love I'm it. Teaching, <laughs> I'm teaching Hebrew school twice a week at a Reconstructionist synagogue called Dorshet Sedek. I am um, a vocalist for services at a Reform temple called Temple Sinai in Brookline. I'm a teaching assistant for YIVO in New York, um, the Jewish Research Research Institute, and. Then my fourth gig area is my music life. And there are some exciting things happening in my music life. I am about to perform with my ensemble Leviosen. Um, Leviosen means Leviathan in Ashkenazi Hebrew. Um, we're a, a Yiddish song ensemble that's um, been around for a few years. And we just recorded our debut album last year. It's called Leviosen's Lullaby. And we released it through Borscht Beat Records, which is a great independent label in New York. And we are about to perform at the Yiddish New York Festival at the end of December. So we're very excited about that. And I'll also be teaching a Yiddish songwriting class during that week. And Leviosen's Lullaby is getting some... um, some good critical attention and we're really excited to share it with people. You can um, find it on Bandcamp and um, 
and also check out our website and, and find out more about it. One of your gigs is working with children. I think you mentioned kindergartners, third graders. I, I wondered if given the recent surge in anti-Semitism, if the children are asking questions about this. My agenda is positive Jewish community. And if I can slip in some of my pacifism, then that's also great. And I think where I'm where I'm currently at with responding to this war and to all of the anti-Semitism and Islamophobia and all of the the hateful things that this war has helped promote. Um, Leviosin's music has been described as like a security blanket of Yiddish song. Um, Leviosin's Lullaby isn't a children's album, but some people have said like, oh, I play this for my baby. You know, it's not not um, the most jarring music. It's like pretty gentle. And I think that's good because I think if I can lower everybody's stress level in the room and lower their fear of life and of each other and of the world and everything, even if it's just for like an hour to just like kind of bring everything a little down um, and comfort people just a little bit, then maybe they'll make kinder decisions toward others. Mm, beautiful. So we are approaching the Jewish holiday Hanukkah, which usually occurs in December, but sometimes in, in November, right? <laughs> uh, because the Jewish calendar is lunar based. And I was curious, what does Hanukkah mean to you? Hanukkah means klezmer parties, because this is one of the times of the year when the mainstream Jewish world is like, oh, we need some party music. So, <laughs> so Hanukkah generally means um, some klezmer gigs. And then for my educational work, Hanukkah programs and dancing. Um, it's really, really fun to lead, to lead Yiddish dance, which is basically dance to klezmer music. Um, so often people will complain about like, oh, the Jews were too busy writing Christmas songs to like write good Hanukkah songs, but they're out there. They're just in Yiddish. Bring me a bright tune, bring me the wine, will near all the freilich sein. Tra la 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 la. Hopschwein latkes fleisch und fisch, und a weiß bedeckten Tisch. Tra la 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 la. Thank you so much, Ada.